In this podcast, we have conversations about personal experiences with loss, grief, and unexplained spiritual encounters. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. All of our conversations about life after death has made us more curious about what happens between these lives. So we want to do a show about life between lives and soul plans. I'm currently reading Journey of Souls by Michael Newton, PhD. In this book, the individual stories that come out of these hypnotherapy sessions are quite fascinating to me. They are. And you know, if this concept is too hard for anyone who's listening right now to believe in, or if it doesn't feel right to you, that's okay. You may just not be in a place in your life where you either need to know this, or maybe you're just not ready or it may not benefit you at this time. And that is quite all right. You can listen with curiosity or skepticism, believe whatever feels right to you and deepen your soul. Throw anything else away that doesn't set right with you. But just know that's what we talk about on our show and you are here and you are listening. So you must believe in something. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We are all on our own journeys and life doesn't always go as planned. The biggest question is why do bad things happen? You know, that has been one of the biggest struggles I've had or questions I've had on life. And maybe it does stem back from losing my dad in a plane crash. You know? Yeah. Why do bad things happen? (laughs) Right. Or why does it like happen to you? Not saying the person that passed away, but you're like, why does it happen to you specifically? Why does my dad have to die in an airplane crash? That's right. Why me? You know, well, (laughs) I kind of came up with a theory based on all these books that we read and we talk about and that I've been reading since college, but from studies of near death experiences and shared death experiences, past life regressions and regression therapy, what I guess I'm always looking for is but why the bad things? Why do bad things happen? And I want to kind of talk out since we're, we're not ready to do the show on life between lives yet and talk about journey of souls. Cause we're still reading through that book, but I want to talk about my theory because it helps me deal with all the bad news in the world. What is that theory? (laughs) Well, at the basic level, I think I want to talk about how we first have to believe that we only really appreciate the good times if we've had bad times. Would you agree with that, Trisha? Yeah, I I would say so. Because I mean, without the good and the bad, your life would be boring, I think. Yeah, you need to have both. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you like to think, oh, I would just live on an island and have all the money I want, the food I want, and not have a care in the world. But 
the truth is you get bored yeah. or you wouldn't realize how good you had it anymore. You just yes. get numb to it. Yeah. It's like a do to do, you know, when you're just yeah. sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Okay. It's the same thing now. What, a, what else is there to do now? What now? Yeah. No yeah. challenges. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so. so first we've got to understand and be on the same page about that you have to experience the bad to appreciate the good. So that's one of the basic rules I even teach my kids. It's like, look, this sucks. I'm sorry you were going through this, but just remember this for when things are good, that you have experienced what wasn't good. And now this is better. And you can definitely take some appreciation now in what you have that is good. Right. And it's like right now with this whole situation with the pandemic, like, the whole people losing their jobs, thinking they had all this security in the world. Mm -hmm. And then they lost it all. They lost their job. They lost their home. I mean, Mm -hmm. who would you, who would think that we would have majority of people would be going through that at this time in their life? Like, especially in their, like if they're in their forties or something that they've been at a job for so long. It's true. But you know, I've already started to hear people say, what good is coming out of it? That crappy year, <laughs> and, right. you know, that job security or whatever, people are starting to find the good. And that reminds me of how I listen to Joel Osteen also. I love his positive inspirational sermons that he does. And he yeah. talks often about how we grow out of painful, uncomfortable situations. Now, what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I like his stuff too. I have some of his books actually, but you have to have those feelings and deal with that or it just doesn't feel right. You know, I don't know how to put it in words, but it just doesn't really feel right to me that, oh, they're just good. Here we go. Yay, yay, yay. And then, yeah, and no challenges. And when you think about it, I mean, even you as a dancer, it wasn't just easy, right? How many think no. about, think about, okay, well, there you go. There's the example. Life is hard. First of all, we know that we signed up for this for our souls to improve, but we can start at that basic level of comparing it to learning to be a dancer. That wasn't just right. easy breezy, right? No. And any athlete or anybody like that, that is dealing with, they get injuries. So you have to mm-hmm. deal with injuries, either dancing or playing um, with injuries. It's, that's something you're passionate about. You deal with those challenges to make it happen or make it better for you or for other people around you. Right. Look at, I'm just going to say the Dodgers too badly. Yeah, they lost. They didn't get to go to the world series, but with all the series of injury after injury for them, they kept on pushing forward. They're like, we can still do this. So they have that challenge and they challenged themselves to make themselves better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They didn't win, but they challenged themselves. Like we can do this. We got this. We're a great team Yep, and we're a family. So to see that, see those challenges that they had to deal with along the whole season to make it to where they were at is amazing to me because we lost some of our great players. Yep. And we still made it. I know all their teams did too, but I'm just going to go off the Dodgers. That's but, okay. It's but, a good, good analogy. So if we didn't have those like injuries or those stumbles and losses, mm-hmm. 
they wouldn't be where they are today, right? They wouldn't be one of the top franchising major league baseball teams if they weren't that good or they didn't challenge themselves. That's true. To be better for not just for them, but for their fans. Right. So these are the two basic, I think what most people can adopt or understand and appreciate is number one, at the very basic level, we have to have a bad time to experience or understand and appreciate good times. Yes. Okay. And that to grow and then to improve, we have to push ourselves out of our comfort zone, or we have to put forth all of our energy and experience pain to grow and become better. So we agree with that too. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, life is hard and that is true. And that is how we get better. But it's the same thing for our souls to grow and to learn and to improve is to experience And that means that souls also volunteer before coming to their life and their soul plans. They come here to help each other learn. And sometimes it might take a few lifetimes, but I actually, I kind of find this one funny. I'm going to start on the light side because some of the bad things that happen to people are a a lot harder to talk about and not so lighthearted, but If someone said, you know, I want to experience being bullied and understand what that's like. So I have more appreciation and and I value more of the opposite sex or gay rights or whatever. You might have a soul friend that'll go, oh, I'll be your bully. Let's go. I'll help you learn that lesson. (laughs) Right. And then they take that to their either their next life and Mm -hmm. start organizations Mm-hmm. You help these people that are either being bullied or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a great lesson that you learn in your whole life so that you can step up and then your next life be even better. And seeing what you pointed out too, is kind of that silver lining. It's like out of bad things often come good things. So out of a bad experience, someone will then start a foundation or a movement or They'll have awareness for other people to see appreciation and acceptance and equality, all these types. I mean, you look back through our history and see a lot of examples of this, that, you know, horrific instances would actually result in some sort of progress, right? Right. Yeah. As tough as it is. So that's kind of the basis of why. I feel there's a reason that bad things happen. And of course we can't on this podcast answer every instance. Right. I mean, especially with this whole year, not just the pandemic, but the whole black black lives matter Mm -hmm. subject too. I mean, all these beautiful people that got killed for no reason. Right. We started a movement and more people are accepting. Right. Of how black lives are not just black people that are horrible. They aren't. We're all people. We're all here to have a journey and a purpose mm-hmm. to be here. So I hope like with that, it shows that people are stepping up in this life to help the next life come when they come back, that maybe that stuff will be gone. Exactly. And so over time, there's this evolution and progress, which is really beautiful. So now we take these basic concepts we've talked about and what I can do is kind of group them into very generic instances of things that happen that are out there. And this doesn't help alleviate or take away someone's grief 
for someone who has lost someone in any of these ways, or if any of the things we talk about has happened to you, that's not going to help solve your pain. It helps me from afar when I hear about news stories or tragic events, because I tend to consume myself or obsess over a story about people I don't even know, and I will lose sleep. So right. these thoughts and theories that I have help me deal with this. And one of the first ones that helped me start to apply this was actually a story that Brian Weiss talks about in his book, Many Lives, Many Masters, where when he was regressing Catherine into a between life state, and he was actually able to talk to some of the masters and these higher powers, his son was actually able to communicate to him through these masters and told him that it was always intended to be that way. He was never intended to live more than a few days because he had volunteered to come to this life and teach Brian that medicine could not cure everything. That kind of blew my mind. Right. And it's a hard thing to grasp. Yes. Like in your mind, like, why would you do that to somebody? Why would you put them through all that hurt and anger? Right. But in the long run, it makes you a better person and it makes you think more open about Mm -hmm. things and what's happening around the world. And it eases my heart to think that the little soul that came into that little body never intended to be here long. You know, that they did this out of the goodness of their own heart. It's always intended out of goodness and just pure light and love. And that soul that could be more advanced than Brian Weiss himself said, Hey, I'll go down there for a couple of days to help teach you that lesson. You know, then I get to come back to this great place. (laughs) That doesn't sound so bad when you're on that side. (laughs) (laughs) It gets harder with some other tougher topics. For example, when you hear stories of violence and abuse, it can be harder to deal with. And there's a couple of scenarios. And of course, again, I'm not saying I could answer any exact one or that everyone is this way. It's not at all. There are so many varieties of ways lives play out. But one of the ones that helps me is I did hear one story in these past life regressions where someone said they did make bad choices when they were here on the earth plane and they treated women very poorly or abused them or did horrific things to them. So they chose to come back into another life as a female who then got abused. So it's two things here. Number one, that soul did originate making mistakes and did something bad, right. you know? So yes, they did something wrong. So there was some sort of beginning stage that wasn't because of anything else. It's just, I guess we all make mistakes and that's just proof that we're not perfect and we're learning. but they came back to experience the abuse. So I have to hold on to that. I never look at anyone and think, oh, you must deserve that for some reason. No, it's not like that either. It just helps me let go of obsessing over hearing of horrific stories and thinking, I don't know what that soul's journey is. I don't know if they're helping teach someone else a lesson or if they're going to have to learn their own lesson in another life to make up for this. I have to step back, let go, trust in God. This goes back to faith too. And just say, there's something else at work and it'll all work out, which is almost like karma. 
Right. What goes around comes around kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. And acknowledging that people on earth still have free will. So a person can really screw up and yes, shoot somebody in your family and kill them and take them from you. And that's not to say the person you lost and who got shot deserved it. That's not saying that at all. It could mean that the person who shot them is messed up and they're going to have to pay for it later. So we just don't know. It can, it can go, you know, in so many ways. And my advice to anyone, and no matter what situation you're in for your own heart, soul, and mind to get through this life is try to think of the side that makes you feel best. No one's ever going to tell you you're right or wrong or be able to prove it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you're the one that had, you know, a loved one who caused an accident that killed someone, take on the side in your own heart and mind. Don't go out on a podium and say, we told you to do this just to get through your day and to hold your sanity. Just hold on to the belief that in some way, this is going to karmically work itself out, or there's something between those two souls in that interaction that had been planned or will be worked out somewhere down the road. And then you have to let it go. You can't obsess on it anymore. You can't hold on to it your whole life. You have to let go, let God kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And things will work out. And even though if you don't think so, just let the your life keep on going and you'll see how it will turn out. It's true. Even if you don't believe in this, it could happen and you'll see, see why, or you might just see it in your next life, why that might've happened. Right. It's true. And so another one in this book they've talked about is with suicide, which I know, Trisha, you talked about, you really want to do a show specifically on suicide and cover that because that's tough. Yeah, that's a hard one for a lot of people because, I mean, people think they're doing it being selfish for themselves because they think they'll be better off, gone, but family and friends don't see it that way. I mean, when you're in that state of mind, Mm -hmm. you never know what's going on in their mind and their body and their soul at that time, because like you said, everybody has their own journey here. Mm -hmm. And they're learning something and maybe they wanted to learn, okay, what it felt like to actually, even, I don't want to put this in anybody's mind. They committed suicide Mm -hmm. and go, that's what I did to my family. Like, why did I do that? Or my, like my friend did that. And I walked it and I saw my friend laying there, you know, that kind of stuff. You don't, so you can feel both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. So it's just, it's a hard topic to go over because it's just a sad thing to think about. Well, and the people that like you're saying that commit suicide, think their family's going to be better off with them, but they really cause their family more pain and more hurt. Right. If they really thought of it that way, maybe they wouldn't do it. They definitely need to reach out for help. Everyone is beautiful and perfect the way that God made you. And, you know, so if those are the issues, reach out, if you're having any, any suicidal thoughts, definitely get help. Yeah. There's hotlines you can call. There's web pages that you can go on and find help. Mm-hmm. Even call your best friend or just call somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they will help you because they don't want to see your life ended for something that probably doesn't, isn't 
true, to be honest. It's probably sometimes it's just made up in the, your head and yeah. you're making it bigger or worse than it is. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well, and so what's neat in these stories is when they've done this past life regression and he's either had patients that had a previous life where they commit suicide, or, you know, he asked them what happens when you commit suicide, the person does talk about this deep disappointment with themselves that they didn't carry out their soul plan. They escaped and took the easy way out of their challenges they thought, but what they find out is they're still going to have to go back and face those challenges. So think of it that way. It's not right. an easy way out now. No, cause you still got to take care of it. Like- you're still now there. I feel they're very loving and teaching on the other side, but you're not getting off easy. I don't think you're going to get punished and that should not encourage you in any way. You're just going to come back so disappointed in yourself because you copped out, you didn't face those challenges or ask for help. And now you're going to have to face those same challenges all over again. Right. Cause that challenge could be being able to reach out to somebody when you're in that stage and help others and help others. I mean, it's just it's hard. I mean, I had people that I've known that have been at that point. I haven't had anybody that I knew personally, but they've been to that point where they're like, I'm thinking about it and what should I do and all that. And you point them in that, Mm -hmm. in that right direction to find that happiness again and joy because their life matters and it's okay not to be okay. Right. And to that point, I would say, do it once, (laughs) meaning (laughs) stick this life out. So you don't have to do this twice (laughs) and do it again. Or, you know, it's like, okay, you think it's tough now, wait till you come back and have to do it again from scratch. (laughs) So think of it that way. Maybe if people realize that first of all, they're going to hurt someone so badly that they don't mean to hurt. And second of all, it's not getting them out of anything. They're going to be put back and it's like, Nope. Back to the beginning of the line. You got to start over. <laughs> yeah. And they put, they, no one realizes yeah. at that moment that they're going to have to come back and finish their journey yes. here on that, that journey's path that you came in that life for. Now you have to come back and redo yes. that whole thing. Start over. I think, you know, maybe that would be a, an approach to someone to go, do you want to start over and do this all again? Exactly the same way. And they might go, no. Okay you're already here. Let's, let's keep going forward in the right direction and get you out of this. Let's solve right. your issues. You know, it's a much better way to handle things. Yes. <laughs> well, one of the tougher topics I found, and it, it's still kind of vague, but it was really fascinating to me is when you would ask about like, what about extremely violent people who've committed horrific acts of violence that are historic? I mean, you could use like Hitler as an example. I was just thinking <laughs> that one when you were talking about that. Right. Well, they actually say energy never gets destroyed, but sometimes somebody's energy gets so messed up, they have to reprogram it or fix it. And this one still stays really vague in anything I've read, but it, it's almost like either they, they're set aside, they're in hibernation, their energy is being reprogrammed or reworked. I mean, I really yeah. don't know. It's like a robot and you're trying to refix the whole yes. system and it can't get refixed. That's a good analogy. <laughs> they got to refix their wires and stuff and, you know, and we can't fathom what that is like. 
<laughs> yeah, at least let's hope not ever. Yeah. So there is something that's happening to those souls, but everything in these stories and all of these books, um, in the hypnotherapy sessions, the people they get regressed and talked to are analyzed and studied. And in these books, what they do is they pull all these common stories together and they're coming from people all over the world with different religious backgrounds and different beliefs. And yet they're all telling a very similar story that we're going to talk about in the journey of souls, the whole progress, which is beyond the near death experience because they, they regress someone back to a previous life, but then they talk them to their death so that they say, now tell me what happens after you've died. And this is where that book that we're reading is based on. And he's taken all these therapy sessions that he's done and he's put them together, Michael Newton, and he has studied them and grabbed them and grouped them. And he'll give specific examples of, you know, in my next case, case 12, this is a good example of this. And it's just really fascinating to think that there is this whole life between lives. So I'm really excited that that's going to be one of our future podcasts. Yeah. It's interesting to realize that there is that in between Mm -hmm. because most people don't think there's an in between. It's either I'm living Mm -hmm. or I'm dead and in heaven. Right. And that's it. I mean, if you have that perspective, this is like, what are you talking about? There's no such thing kind of thing. Right. It's nice to know that there's different steps and different places that you go and experience this Mm -hmm. whole new world that you're going to experience and then get to come back yep. and experience a whole new world and help more people. And it's, you know, all actions inspire a reaction, maybe like a domino effect, whether it's positive or negative. So I think you've even said before, Trisha, you can make a choice as a person. Every day is new. You could wake up and go today. I'm going to just go smile at someone and hopefully inspire and change or motivate, you know, them for their life and their day. I mean, at the same time, you could wake up in a bad mood and you can go ruin someone's day. And that's yeah. not what we're <laughs> suggesting at all. Yeah, no. If you're thinking that you totally, you need to start over with all of our podcasts because you're totally missing it. <laughs> right. Go back to bed, take a nap and wake back up and start it again. Start again. Yes. So I think what it comes down to is as you and I believe we're just souls living in a physical body and we are here to learn and grow. We make mistakes, but we always have the opportunity to balance everything out, which is what is so positive and inspiring and motivating to help keep us move forward. It may just have to happen over many lifetimes. (laughs) Exactly. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com for links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. Well, we did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.